forever. Dog. Guys, remember what? Wait, was James with us when we went to the magic? Uh, uh, no, no, I wasn't. wasn't. He I wasn't. got fully dressed up to go though. I can't remember what happened. What? Why I you fell asleep like on I the couch? Slept. I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> you fell asleep in your clothes. That's what happened. Yo, it was a long day. Oh I was fully dressed. <laughs> I was fully ready to. <laughs> I had on a vest. <laughs> we, we went. I to remember the- I came back. <laughs> we went and I came back and James was on the couch in a dress shirt, slacks, and a vest. I can't believe it. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Oh, no, we went. It was, what was it? What's it called? Braylock. The Magic Castle, I believe. Right? Is that what it's called? The Magic Castle. Yeah, the Magic Castle. Yeah, How LA. was that? I mean, I remember the stories, but tell me more. Yeah, um, it was interesting because it's like it's this really like it's this place that was probably like really incredible and pristine in the seventies, <laughs> and then like yes. Um, but that said, it still has like it has this like vibe of like all of the people all these people who love magic are there or at least all these people who yeah. are practicing magic and so there's all these different little shows everywhere but i gotta say like while we were walking around and like seeing different shows i was like man this is awesome like i don't know how people are doing it uh i don't i don't really care to know like it's really fun to watch like a guy like pull cards out of like an uncut lemon i don't know how he did that but it was like really cool you know it's like yeah. yo magic's real i was because it's crazy because it's like once you get once you get past the aesthetic because they make you dress up in suits and nice dresses but when you go in it almost looks like one of those kind of old tourist trap kind of situations like it's not really clean at least not to me but yeah. everybody can do magic and I think uh, bro like I think we ended up seeing like a magic show at the bar like there's a bunch of actual yeah. premium shows um and then, like, a lot of other random people just doing stuff. And the bar guy was great. I'm like, if you're just a bar dude, like, everybody <laughs> must be fan. I mean, he was so good and so entertaining yeah. and fun. I don't want to – Bray was talking about not wanting to care in what, how they do it. Like, I don't want to know how people do the tricks. Like, I would like it to, to be just complete magic. Like, don't tell me anything. Like, I just got on TikTok. Y'all know about TikTok? Do we know about TikTok? Yeah, James, we know about TikTok. TikTok. All right, I just yeah, got James, on TikTok. We know about TikTok. James, how old and, are you? You know, like some magicians be. <laughs> I just got on TikTok, and magicians be like, oh. "Hey, hey, like this is how the trick." They like try to deconstruct the trick. I'm like, I don't want to know about the trick. Have you watched that show? Me? Do you guys remember that show on Fox, um, Magic Unmasked yes, or something I like do that? Remember and that. it was like some. I used to watch that show. Watch- I loved it, and it's like, like that show. apparently, you know, he was banned from the magic community, so he had to wear this mask. That's what they said. Yeah. So they couldn't come after him. And then on the last episode, he took the mask off. I don't remember what he looks what? like. <laughs> what? But he took the mask off, the very last one, because he did like four oh, or five of them. He, he took it off. He took it off, and nobody knew who he was. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what happened, but I remember one time he made a tank disappear in front of like a room full of people, and then he showed how he did it, and it's like, oh, I don't know, man. That stuff is so cool because it's it's just so creative. Um, yeah, yeah. You just trick your brain. We also had a person who we we did see a, like a, a main show, and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The I forgot what he was doing something with like a phone. Like he had like people like look at like different words like from a random article. Oh yeah, I don't like 
some of those stuff, I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like, how do you do any? It's like mind control. It's insane. I yeah, mean, because it's really that's it right. Because he would like sometimes. Because he would like do your messages, and it was like sometimes the message in the person's phone. And I'm like, okay, this unless everyone here is planted, I just am confused about what is happening. Yeah. I don't like people messing with like, my head. He would like that. he would know what's in someone's phone before. Like taking it, he just or did like a what? bunch of stuff. I like the bar guy more because it was more like you know, kind of hand tricks in front of your eyes right. and stuff like that. But yeah, but uh, I think we sat in the front too. I'm like, I'm gonna learn what you're doing. I know. I, I was I staring. I was like, but I ain't seen no slight. What? <laughs> Out of all. This whole open was a perfect setup, and that's how you did it? <laughs> I'm just saying I was staring right at him, and I ain't seen no slight. The whole, okay. I usually don't get mad. I usually don't get mad. But the whole time I, we were having this open, I was like, there's so many, like, John can easily do this. We're talking about the sleight of hand. We're talking about how we can see certain things. And you just didn't It sounds no like slight. you're mad that you didn't see no slight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so annoyed. Oh, everybody's like, "Damn, okay. John got it in with the slide." Don't say no. it again. <laughs> no, no, no. No one needs. You said it. You, you did it. We He's get still it. Still going. We get it. He's still going. Let's start the show. John Relock, James the Third, Drop Milligan. What more can I say? Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Qu- Quarantine City. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess the blats are back because guns are in this movie. Oh, yeah, great. <laughs> great. Whenever they're appropriate, I like to bring them back. Yeah, you know, when it's, a, when it's appropriate for the film, I bring back the blats. I noticed Jarrah's Quarantine City who was less enthusiastic than it's been in the past. Are you tired right, of being? Listen, listen, okay. I have now, look, I, I don't have a lot to complain about, all right? But I am starting to break, all right? <laughs> I've been going on three, yo, yesterday, I walked 2.9 miles to wow. a location for a slice of cake and back home. <laughs> <laughs> so that That's how bored you were. Six miles for a piece of cake, listening to an audio book, <laughs> and that was. And you know what time I got back? I was back home by like six thirty. <laughs> had so much day left. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna go in the afternoon. I helped my friend like do a self tape. I was like, oh man, I'm a pri- I'm a I'm a I'm a LinkedIn this day for a slice of cake. Okay, damn, a slice of crepe. But Chocolate think chip about cream all cake. you did. You got you got exercising, you got cake, got some vitamin D. True. You read an audio book. Come on, fam. All right, my feet hurt. I feel you though. He's <laughs> like, that means nothing. It means nothing to me. Every time someone stopped, every time someone spoke to me for some reason, I just got freaked out. If they didn't wear a mask, I'm like, yo, you can't talk to people without a mask. That's the the thing that I've it's been true. noticing. That is the most fun for me is how many people are freaked out by other people and how many people don't care. Like that's <laughs> like, just, 
<laughs> like when I had to pa- I went to CVS to pick up Kat's prescription yesterday and there was like one aisle that was like real thin and it was the one time I had to pass close to somebody <laughs> and the dude when he saw me stopped for a second and then like ran <laughs> it was just so funny like we both were heavily covered like we both had masks gloves like hoods like there was no nothing was escaping but he was like "Ah!" (laughs) (laughs) wait have y'all been leaving the house like have y'all like been going on walks or drives or anything like that like normally or you don't leave the house i still i still haven't really done anything I, i stay home which i feel like should change soon before i lose my mind but um, Kat's been walking. So. Yeah, Tessa and I go on. Bray, like you've been walking. Yeah, at we all? go on. Oh, we go on walks. We have our masks and we go on walks. Um, I think you kind of need to go on walks. To be honest, it's like one you need some vitamin D, get some sun, and then the other is just like mm-hmm. just the fresh air. You know, to to not completely go crazy inside a a house. But I don't know. Some people are like stay inside no matter what, and you're like, all right, we need. When I when I left yesterday, I actually had the like reaction to the sun. Like it was real. It was genuinely my body was <laughs> recoiled. <laughs> yeah. That's no good. You've been locked in a basement this whole time. Um also also James, you need to put back up one of your TikToks you deleted. Okay? Cuz I tried to, oh, I the, tried to send it to somebody. Which the one? one? You, the insomnia the, one? That's the only one I've deleted. Caught watching like reading magazines and stuff like that. Oh, then TikTok must have deleted it then. Oh. Because I didn't delete that. <laughs> well, I don't have TikTok. I thought I saw it on Instagram. Oh, yeah. It's not a... I put it on the grid, and then I was like, nah, this can't be on the grid. I write for kids' TV. So I put it on the story. I put it on my story. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay. So... This is uh, the longest we've t- we've done without even doing our intros. <laughs> for those of you listening, guys, for the first time, we're stuck in quarantine. It's nice to talk to humans. My name is uh, my name is Jonathan Braylock. I'm Drew Milligan. My name is James the Third. Unnecessary. Ugh, um, God. that was so nasty. It was unnecessary and weak sauce. Remember weak sauce? Oh wow, weak yes. sauce. Yes, weak sauce. <laughs> Yo, John is regressing to college. (laughs) John is quarantine has made John regress to a college. Oh man! Anyway, um, (laughs) I can't wait. I can't wait till like the ling the like slang we used in like in the early two thousands becomes like jive. Like people will talk and people will be like, "Could you imagine people used to say fat or like whatever?" Yeah. (laughs) i actually feel that way about fat now uh anyway uh all that in a bag of chips i'm I'm, I'm just doing 90s remember when people used to call people perpetrators all the time we don't do that anymore remember Remember when it's just a perpetrator i don't know if this was a east coast new york thing like people used to say brolic all the time did you guys have people saying brolic? yes yes i I never said it but i i heard dude mad brolic like i was like oh and then brolic from Dragon Ball Z came out. No. <laughs> um, no. I do remember that. Anyway, we uh, this is a film review podcast. <laughs> we review. Is it? <laughs> we review films of leading black actors. 
We talk about them in the context of race, diversity, and Hollywood. And um, yeah. Okay. And today we are reviewing the 2016 <laughs> film Slight. Uh, this movie is a. It's kind of. It's actually like an indie movie. Um, it only cost two hundred fifty thousand dollars to make. It made four million at the box office. Pretty good return. Good for them. Uh, good it for stars them. Jacob Lattimore. Uh, Storm Reed is in it. Uh, our friend of the podcast, Sashir Zameda. Um, also, uh, Carmen Esposito. <laughs> I don't know. Was in a scene. Oh that yeah. Was fun to see. Um, and yeah, this, uh, it's movie. Yeah. It, you know, it, it kind of came and went somewhat quietly. Um, and, uh, it has a 77% on, uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, let's see. What is the audience score? Uh, the audience score is 53%. It's not as good. Um, and the, the kind of, yeah, it's, uh, what to say about it it's about a young man who is a magician he um doesn't have parents uh his 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 mom passed away his dad left we don't i don't know if we ever even know if his dad passed away or if he i think his dad died his dad died so both of his everybody so he's so both of his parents passed away he's like i guess like I couldn't tell if he was, I guess he was like a young adult, right? Like, like 19, maybe like just out of high school. Yeah. Well, he, sh- yeah, he should be in college. He should be in college. Yeah. He has a, a younger sister who's still in school. He takes care of her with the help of uh, his friend, uh, played by Shashir. And then what else is there to say? Um, oh, and he gets, he's caught up in a drug. He's all up in, caught up in the drug Do they game. Hill up in that junk? Um, do lay <laughs> Um, yeah. Okay. Sorry if I'm sounding muted. It's because Tessa asked me to be qu- be slightly quieter because I'm so loud and this is a small house. <laughs> Honestly, I yes. love this. I feel like now I can overpower everything. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, no one can yell. All right. I think we've given this movie enough uh context. Shall we go into initial thoughts? Yes, I'll start. I really like this movie. Um, I like how you said. I was as a kid. I was into magic. I didn't do. I never learned how to do. Like I was always like I didn't have. I didn't care enough <laughs> for that. But I thought it was cool. I always thought it'd be cool to be a magician to have like cool sleight of hand tricks and you know all kinds of stuff. Um. Uh, so I liked it. I enjoyed myself. Um, I thought it looked really. Uh, this is my second time seeing it this year, actually. But I, uh, I really liked the look of the movie. And after after the first watch, I was like, man, what the hell, man? JD probably ain't doing shit now. You know, Hollywood always crapping on black directors. And then I looked it up, and he's like developing a Star Wars movie or something. <laughs> so that's awesome. Well, yeah. Um, uh, I I don't know. I thought that like I generally enjoy. I don't like the the way that they treat this um Seychelles character. Um, uh, she's like really just there to help uh the man move forward. <laughs> but um, but generally enjoyed like what he was going through and like uh going on the going on the ride. And I thought it looked beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I go. I like this movie. <laughs> 
I was I was honestly extremely bored. I was so That's bored. That's crazy. And you know what? It's quarantine. I'm going to confess some things. Whatever. Uh, we had this on YouTube. And you know what? Some parts were so boring, I may have click clicked a couple times. Forward. I may have click clicked a couple times. This movie's only did you watch movies less than an hour and thirty minutes? That's so rude, bro. It felt did you watch it ever? <laughs> this is my thing about it. This is my thing about it. This is everything about this movie is the thing I should like. Friends, I like the actors in it. I love. I again, I love magic. I love black kids. Uh, like it just was so. It felt like, and this is not to diss another director, but it felt like um, what's that dude's name? Uh, that director, Josh, Josh. Josh something, he did uh, Fantastic Four, and it was like dark and moody for no reason. I was like, what? Yeah. Like, where's the charisma? Where, like, where's the... I understand there were like tough things happening. Like I, I, like, I don't expect jokes, but there was no real warmth in this, ever in this no. movie. Like, to me, personally, it was like, I needed more Storm Reed, because no offense, she was the only thing that really felt... Maybe because she was a kid and she was shielded from a lot, but like, she's the only person who felt like her character had like a happy moment, a sad moment, like a worried moment. She cared for her breath. Like it just felt like she was doing stuff. And then and then the bad guy when he switches at the end, it felt like I get it, but it was so abrupt. It just, look man, I'm not gonna lie. I've Googled the actress in this movie. Apparently she knows a lot of my coworkers or my old coworkers, which is interesting. Uh I don't like this movie. I didn't know it was an hour and 30 minutes. I honestly thought this dream was like over two hours. Like there are certain parts we're probably going to get to that I'm not going to lie. Um, but YouTube is good because you can't fast forward. You can just like skip five seconds. So I might have skipped like 20 seconds. I don't know. Maybe maybe a total of a minute and 40, man. I don't know. A minute but, um, and I would, 40 I is a lot of time. My point is I don't need to watch this movie again. I'm very happy it made money. I'm happy it exists. But I don't need to watch this movie again. Um, is great. Don't need to know this movie exists again. Oh That's how I feel need about to it. Because I feel like it's something I would like. I think it's something I would like, and I just feel let down by it, and I just don't know why. Yeah. So hopefully we'll figure it out. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know if this movie. I actually don't know if this movie is what you should like in a movie because I think for me, I liked. Uh, I didn't hate this movie. <laughs> yeah, there it is. And I and okay, and okay, I, and I don't mean that as like a pat, like a like a sl- as a slight. <laughs> I mean like, oh, um, wow! Of course he did. <laughs> That's one of the transitions. He could have done that. Yeah, I, I he could have done so many things at the beginning. <laughs> uh, but I think to me the main th- the main issue I had with the movie. And I think maybe it's just a product of it being made, it coming out in 2016, which means it was probably pitched in like 2014. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's like, it, it's the drug stuff. I don't, it, it's like, I wish it wasn't there. Like, even though it's like the main conflict yeah. of the movie, I just like, I just wish yeah. we had a better storyline um, because mm-hmm. it feels like, it's just one of those things where, and again, I get it when it came out. So it, I, it's really no hate towards the director. I actually don't know if the director is the screenwriter. Let's see. JD. Yeah, he did. Uh, co-wrote, co-wrote it. it. Co-wrote it. So yeah. And co-wrote. it is a black man who directed it. So that's 
that is very cool jd um dillard i believe that's how you pronounce his name co-wrote it with the white man but uh you know um i think like uh <laughs> it's just like it's just like uh, like i actually didn't know what this movie was about when i saw it and i other than it was about like magic and then like maybe real magic which i thought was really cool and so like when i started watching it and it was like he's selling drugs i was like okay like that like i i liked that f- uh, one of those scenes where a cop like catches him but then like can't find the drugs and i thought that was kind of cool but then when i realized it was more just it was kind of just this typical story about a young black man being caught up in like the drug gang and then like trying to find his way out and then and then like the magic stuff was like actually not really a part of the movie like it's it's what makes it different but like i don't i don't know how you know what to be honest i actually haven't really thought too much about if there's a deeper meaning and like how magic changes the story or what it's trying to reveal about this story that we haven't known before so maybe we can try to figure that out together but yeah to me it was just that was tough and it was like that was the thing that was hard to watch because i was like oh god like there's no everything like i liked the scenes with him doing magic um him and the girl like kind of falling in love with was there was something to it but again it just felt like it wasn't the main focus like this drug stuff kind of was like shashir was great in it like she was great like um like kind of friend but like her character also was kind of helpless to this this stuff that was going on and it was like even though i understood why they didn't like call the cops or like things like that it was just kind of like i don't know it was really hard to watch and 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 um and because of that i it was hard for me to understand like if there were greater meanings going on uh and then cuz like this thing the magic stuff is cool but it felt secondary, you know, even though it was like the main point of the movie. I don't know. That's how I felt. So I wasn't, I wasn't bored. Like I, uh, yeah, I, I like, there were certain parts that I liked. I thought the acting was really good. Like even the main dude, um, like Jacob, uh, he's been in what, well, sorry, oh, I forgot to say what other stuff he's been in. I know I, we've, we've yeah. seen him in a bunch. So much. He's, oh, been Detroit. In the, he's in the shy. He was, he was he's in, in that uh, Will Smith movie, yeah, yeah, Collateral Beauty. In, uh, Collateral yeah. Beauty. Yeah, he's really cool. Yeah, I like him in Collateral Beauty, and yeah, he's in Detroit, and um, he was in uh, oh, he's in the Maze he's Runner. In one of those, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Maze Runner. He dies in the first. That's right. First that's Maze right. Runner. Um, so yeah, it's like a like I I I I like him, um, but um, yeah, that's yep, that's that's where I, where I'm at. So I think it seems it sounds like we got the three levels. <laughs> oh. Yes. <laughs> I'm just right. like, you know what it is? I'm just like, even talking about the movie right now, I'm like, this podcast, and this is, ugh, never mind. I'm not, you know what? Nope. Nope. What is he going to say? What is he nope, going to say? Black. Direct, making a Star Wars movie. Let me chill He's going to make a Star Wars movie? <laughs> Let me. Yeah, he's direct. Yeah, it's either he's it's either developing or he's like slated to he's definitely slated to direct or something. But which yeah, one? Because someone else was supposed to like set up like a new franchise, like a new one, supposed to be like some brand new um, trilogy. I forgot it was another director, and then I think that director like fell out, and now he's the one taking it over. But they didn't 
they never said it was based on one of the novels or well i hope that actually happens yeah it's a february this year yeah it's a february this year he's i will say like you know what's it colin trevorrow got his shot off of safety not guaranteed which is a fun movie but like I, i i honestly think safety not guaranteed is in the vein of slight but the difference being that slight feels like it had to it had to like do this drug deal drugs yeah this race, race thing. thing with like yeah. drugs that like if it didn't have to do that i just what i just wonder what one movie could have made and i and i who knows and like maybe maybe he just wanted to tell this story like legitimately but there's a part of me that's like really feels like man and this is this was so emblematic of most movies with black leads all the way up until like the last couple of years. Um, And even so in the last couple of years, we've talked about how, you know, police brutality has been like a recurring theme in movies and stuff like that. And it's like, it's so hard for a movie to star black people and not have to deal with either like police brutality or like drug dealers or slavery. (laughs) Like, it's just like it's crazy how much that's yeah. still true, and this was another one of those movies where I was just like, "This movie is about magic," and yet we're we still have to talk about like drugs, which is crazy. <laughs> well, I wonder. I'm starting to wonder if the if the, if the situation is, um, is it because as creators, like we do have other stories, but at the end of the day we're still pitching to execs that don't look like us and they kind of expect a certain thing. Like, I, even when I watch my friends get TV shows, it's like, oh, even though a person of color wrote this, it's still slightly stereotypical. And I'm like, is that because this is what you had to do to get this made, you know? And then maybe we can branch off eventually or... Yeah, yeah. I what you're I, saying. It does feel that way or at least it feels like, at the very least, it feels like the pitches that are hurt, that are um, bought, right? Like the scripts that are given money to be made and the films that are being given money to produce are the ones that connect it. And that, and if they're, if the, if the people who have the money who are making the decisions at the top, top, the executives are white, then it does make sense. Because I even think about, I even think about the, uh, the Netflix movie, the, um, the one with the, the girl who like made like the, uh, the time machine. What what was that called again? Oh yeah, yeah. we're dealing with police brutality. See you um, yesterday. See you yesterday. But yeah, yesterday. but yeah, again, it had to deal with police brutality. Like police brutality was like a main part of that, and it was just like, I get it, and like I think it was well done, but it was still kind of like, ugh, why can't we have a Back to the Future movie that doesn't have to deal with a a black man getting shot because, or drugs I mean, being like? Dealt. Think about but, yeah. like the people. It is the white lens, right? Because it's like. It's like white it's it's a white executive trying to trying to discern like why why make this kind of movie with you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when I can when when yeah. I, when I can make it with this that and the other like yeah. like any like any given time travel plot right it's like yeah you could make that with anybody so like I'm gonna, uh, I'll cast you know, I'm gonna Timothy no to you yeah. because I had right yeah. <laughs> um, you know, or like, or on the on the creator side, I'll work with you know any number of people that have like sort of already have a lane in that. Uh, I already have a, a a stake in that lane. I'm mixing my my terms, but mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and, they already have a, um, a meat stake 
sitting inside of a road lane. Don't do this. <laughs> oh my goodness. Don't really break. Don't do this really? today. Um but yeah, I mean it's it, you know, and so then and so then when they say, well, but the police brutality and you know the way that my people have sort of been oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe right. that. I now see. It's now justified yeah. why I'm making this with you. And then and then and that sucks. I'm just tired <laughs> of seeing black kids de- I'm just tired of seeing black kids deal with cops. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like like that's our everyday life and like uh, you know, we need to start breaking this thing down, but it's just like watching it it's like there's going to be a scene where he's harassed by the cops. Like the moment I knew that he was selling drugs like it's going to happen. Sure enough it happens. And then I'm like, how many times have we seen this shot in various ways? Like between um Queen and Slim between the hate you give, like I'm, I am exhausted. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, also, did he smile at all in this movie, or or like chuckle? Did he have? Every now he and did. Then. He did chuckle. Did he? <clears throat> every now okay. and again. Uh, the the one scene that I'm thinking of is when uh, is right after uh, Storm is trying to like make the bacon, and she, you know, he kind of like. He kind of like gives her a little <laughs> sly smile, and he's like, I "But I mean, he didn't have that was the one warm moment. He didn't have him. a lot to smile. <laughs> okay, let's talk about it. <laughs> let's talk about it because he, black people don't have a lot to smile about. Here's Ray. the thing, it, like I don't know why y'all out here acting like black people have things to smile about. I, yeah, because you can be stressed, man. You can be in a bad area. You can be stressed, but there are moments of just." To yourself, either you laugh because it's so bad, you, you, you fake the phone because you got a sibling to take care of. I just felt so down. It was it was a movie. depressing. Yeah, movie. There's a scene he chops off someone's yeah. hand. Okay, <laughs> but to if me, somebody okay, would have told that. me, but if somebody would have told me what happens about forty minutes in the slight, I wouldn't say. <laughs> And he has to chop off somebody's hand, right? Like I just okay, would have yeah. never Let, thought. Let's let's go through it. Let's True. go through it because this. Okay. Oh, I'm trying to remember how it's. Does it start with the card tricks? Does it start with him doing the card tricks? It starts with him. Yeah, it starts with yeah. him doing card tricks. You know. Yeah. And they're all. Um, and they're like, they're like very good, amazing. like very fun, <laughs> like you know. So those things of like, what's the card in your hand? Like, here's the card. It's a spades. Like, make sure everybody sees it. I don't see it. Put it in your pocket. Here's some, here's my card. It's a three of diamonds. Okay. Now cover your heart. Cover your pocket so I don't do anything. I can't touch it. Okay, great. Well, actually, you were too slow. And then he goes to take the card out of his pocket. The card's not there. He see, he shows that he has the ace of di- spades, and then he's like. Okay, somebody else has my card, and then this woman like looks in her purse, and it's in the purse, and everybody's like, "Whoa!" And it's like, "That's like, holy crap, that's really cool." Um, he's doing a bunch of stuff, and then one of the tricks is like he's floating a ring, and there's no string, and the the the, the girl's like touching. It. She's like, "There's no string," and he's like, "And I'm still floating it." She's like, "How are you doing that?" Uh, I don't think we actually see him get her number, but we could tell that she's like into him no we do we do so oh, she, she writes does. it down yeah it's okay. in his money oh like, that's right he that's goes right to his money, money he yeah. sees her number yeah that's a very risky thing she doing over there i'm like you just gonna put it in the money this stranger yeah how does he know that it came from her yeah 
Um, anyway, but that was it was cute. You know. Um, that was our that's our me cute. But again, the movie doesn't really focus on this relationship much, so Not it's like all. we don't actually understand why he was attracted to her out of any of the other women because there's a bunch of pretty women that like are amazed at him doing magic so it's like we don't necessarily get a sense of why he connected to her you know i guess we get a sense of why she connected to him but like but we get a sense of why a couple of women connected would have connected to him and none of them i don't know so i don't that i wish that could have been fleshed out a little bit more um and then uh he, he is this narration that tells us that like his mom is no it's um i think it's the professor who we meet later or the, the teacher who we meet later um leaving a leaving a voicemail oh right that's what it is yeah um right because it's like yeah. yeah we find out that his parents are there that he's taking care of his sister um yeah okay can i ask y'all a question was y'all into it now were y'all hooked were y'all hooked yeah i was I was intrigued. I, was I wasn't like hooked. I wasn't okay. hooked, but I was like, but my knowledge of this movie was just that like he is like, I thought like, oh, there's something about him where he actually is doing magic. So like those first couple of scenes where he was doing magic, I was like, does he actually have powers? You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But then right after this, we see him in the bathroom. Right, and we see that thing. Cleaning whatever exactly. is in his arm. And it's like. And I'm like, what is what? that? Like, I, and. And it's their batteries. It's connected to batteries. I thought it was going to be, because again, I didn't know much about it besides like what the trailer showed. I was like, oh, snap. This kid is it's going to be like Black Lightning. This kid was right. tested on by the government. That's what I or something. They put a something thing like in that. his arm. I was like, okay, it's going to come into play. I agree. No, that's, that's not, not what happened, happened. But it intrigued me because I was um, like, oh. Hollywood is shut down, all production has stopped, and funding for new projects is tough to come by. There has never been a better time to talk through the entertainment industry's issues and try to reimagine Hollywood. And that's what Hollywood the Sequel, a new podcast from LAS Studios, will be doing. Listen as journalist John Horn talks to some of the most important and up-and-coming actors, producers, and directors about what we can expect the future of Hollywood to look like. And more importantly, how it should look. Will there be greater representation for women, for people of color? Will there be a return to the small and intimate movie? Will there be a permanent shift towards streaming and away from movie theaters? Are YouTube, TikTok, and podcasts reshaping the media landscape once and for all? Can movie theaters rebound from shutdown with streaming and social distances as a norm? As Hollywood the sequels ask these questions and more, this limited run series will spark an ongoing conversation about how to use the current crisis as an opportunity to fix the entertainment industry's fault lines. Stay tuned after this episode for an exclusive Hollywood the sequel trailer. Available June 23rd. Download Hollywood the sequel for free at LAist.com slash Hollywood the sequel or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's L-A-I-S-T dot com slash Hollywood the sequel. Hey, everybody, it's Andrew. And it's Anna from Scary Stories to Tell in the Pod. Where we take you on a deep dive into the fascinating world of American folklore, ghost stories, hauntings, and urban legends via the classic children's series, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Thank you so much for supporting our network. Now, please, please enjoy this episode. Won't you? Won't you? 
Man, I don't want to talk bad about this movie. A black dude wrote and directed this, man. I'm gonna pull... Damn it. Uh, this Wait, was creative. Isn't, isn't it better that this, he's... We're that, talking about like, That it was like his dedication to... Like it was his dedication to magic and also his ingenuity that led to him like developing yes. this device. That, I like, like that. You know what I mean? Like, isn't that better than a government? Here's the thing. I will be on it. Oh, okay. I thought that was cool. Sorry. No, I thought it was cool, but this problem has a problem. You know, okay. Best I can describe it. Like, uh, when we were doing Birds of Prey, Braylock was describing, like, I think um, how the last 20 or so minutes, you know, they finally come together and it's like the Birds of Prey or whatever. To me, this movie did not get exciting in, I don't want to say it anyway. Um, the movie didn't start, and I paused it until like the 22-minute mark that was left in the movie. When, we, when he goes to visit this random-ass dude who left a voicemail in the first five minutes of the movie who we'd never seen or speak of ever until the end of it. Like, You're right. We finally hear about the powers. We finally try to upgrade stuff. We finally, like have a real conflict of anything. Like, the girlfriend's there who really doesn't serve a purpose at all. We have bruises on her back and passing... Sorry. Uh, I'm not no, trying but to this I, movie, I man. think what you're talking about, uh, and I do agree with, is that, again, the main conflict of this movie is him getting out of this drug game, which we don't learn about in the in the very beginning. Even when we do learn about it, we don't realize how bad it is yet. Because it doesn't. it isn't bad yet. And then the mystery of like of what this thing on his sh- shoulder is, like him being able to do really good magic. By the time it's explained, the movie isn't like amping up the mystery more and more. It's just like it happens in the beginning. And then we have the actual plot of the drug stuff. And then we come back to the mystery and they're like, oh, remember this thing that we just stopped like kind of talking about? This is the explanation. And you go, oh, that's weird. And then... He uses it to get out of this drug stuff, but it's not. It, 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 yeah. There isn't like something in there isn't something built into the story that like is building up the magic. Like no yeah. one cares. He can just, he can do, just it. do it. But no, no one cares and that he nobody's trying to figure it, it like, out. No like, nobody's like, yeah. no, like even <laughs> yeah. like even yeah. um, the girlfriend who's like the closest to being like, what the flip is that? And is, is like, that doesn't seem whatever. She's not. The, there are no real stakes it's not like she's like excuse me you need to stop this or i'm out right it's not like it's not like oh you've tricked right. me into thinking there's nothing the, the revelation of what it is like doesn't actually really affect the, the movie outside of like giving it an oh giving him a way to get out of the drug stuff but like even that in and of itself i'm just like that's the thing is like the drug stuff is to me, it's boring because it's like we've seen it. We've seen, uh, and, and and again, it's not fair. This movie came out in 2016, but it's like, and what dope probably came out the same year, right? Like, uh, no, before. Okay. right? No, it was a year before, right? So it's like we had things like dope. It's like we already even had like newer versions of this, as well as all of the older versions of this, right? All of the 90s drug stuff where it's young black men dealing with drugs, trying to get out of drugs, all this stuff. It's like, we've seen this so many times. So the introduction of magic is only going to be interesting if the magic is a major part of the movie, which like, I guess you can argue that it is because it's what gets him out. It's what makes him interesting, but it, it's, it's not, yeah. but it's like, it kind of doesn't matter if like nobody, if nobody knows 
But it's not even like Dulé Hill's not even like okay, bro. And then you use magic to exactly get us into the you know he's like not <laughs> trying to capitalize on it at all. Knows he does it though, right? Like everyone knows he does that, and that's how he spends his days. But yeah, and there's no like it's not like it an there's no affect. aspirations that he seems to have. Like we we don't really get a sense that he's trying to get above street magician level. Like we don't. There's no like. There is no magic house thing that people are going to. You know what I mean? There's no. Well, he has he has one line. He he has one line when he's talking to the girlfriend and he goes, I wish I can get my sister to a better school or neighborhood or something like that. Just to make more money or um, something. He says it in passing. Well, he was like, is he? she's really smart. For a sister, like, she's really smart. I wish I could get her out of here to a Yeah, but what does that have to school. do with the magic stuff? It's just in terms of, like, he's doing it to make money. I think he was trying to save. I'm assuming he's trying to save money because when they need to find money, he's like, "Oh, I only right. have 15 grand saved." Uh, so I'm assuming he's saving the move. Oh. Yeah, that's but that's more the, more the drug. Like, <laughs> it's more the drugs, right? To get the money. Yeah, that's why he's doing the drug school. stuff. It's the magic is just he just he likes it seemingly like which is cool, magic. but it's just like we <laughs> like, don't. This is what I'm saying. It's not the main. It's it, it, even though it's the thing that's drawing us into the movie. It's not what the movie is about. The movie is about drugs. The movie is about a, a young black right. man who we has think? no money, who is raising his sister, and the only way he can raise money, the only way he can like make money, really, is selling drugs. And then he gets caught up into it in yeah. a way that he doesn't want to. He's trying to get out. He's not allowed to get out. He tries to find a way out. It's like this. It's <laughs> you know, <laughs> just that's, yeah, that's what the movie it's, actually it's is about. Paint by numbers. <laughs> and then the magic right. stuff is like an interesting thing laid on yeah. top of it but actually doesn't even necessarily have much to do with that story. Unless there is a thing that I'm missing. Mm-hmm. Like, do it's you guys... Hard, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I think I think it's difficult because, again, I think, and I'm trying to be a little bit more gentler because it's, it's hard because I don't think this movie needed anything to do with drugs. I mean, if it did, it could have been a little bit different. It could have been like, not to rewrite someone's movie, but it's like, oh, maybe, you know, the big drug dealer finds out this kid can actually do some of this magic and is now trying to use it to further, you know, his drug empire. And now the kid is like being forced to do things he doesn't want to do, kind of like with the hand thing. But it just felt like the mat. It felt like magic was the real story this guy wanted to tell. Somebody was like, nah, man, you black, you got to do this drug thing. Yes. You know what I mean? It just felt like, like niggas, like this nigga can do magic. Why are you doing magic? Black people don't do magic. We don't have any black. Literally, there's a line in the movie and she says, I didn't know there were cute magicians, but in my mind, when I, I had to rewind it, I thought she said, I didn't know there were black magicians. And I was like, that's probably what someone said to the dude who wrote this. It's like, black magician? Nah, nigga. Put that drugs on that gel. You know what I'm saying? Let's break a little drugs on it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. feels so unnecessary, so, man. It I didn't feels know there so were black that's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, she said cute. That's what I thought. She said, she cute. said, she said cute, but I thought she said black. But yeah, because like... Um, Are there black magicians? Yeah. Well, remember we went there were there were there was one wasn't there one or two like there were all those photos up of all the people the members of the magic house and there were like two black people or maybe one black person we were like, oh, like yeah. all white men and, and i was like, like who is this black dude i don't think there were any women wait i'm looking at famous um, black magicians black um, magicians yeah i don't know any off the top of my head i don't know that many magicians though to be fair penn and teller that's about it <laughs> oh, John! I look at black Jonathan, magician, right? 
His name, I think his name is Jonathan, actually. David, oh, right. David, David Blaine, Blaine and, and David, David Copperfield. Copperfield. And, uh, and uh, what's, the, what's the other guy? Uh, mine, uh, Chris Angel. Chris Angel. Uh, okay. Chris Angel. So, mind freak. Okay, well, here's what I liked about the movie. I thought it looked cool. What do you mean? Um, I like Dulé Hill. I liked seeing him in scenes. What do you mean it looked cool? Um, but no, look like I thought cinematography was cool. I liked the the general like color palette um, that the movie was shot in. Um, it was dark. It was it was dark, but there was something like I don't know. Like I mean, you Bray mentioned Safety Not Guaranteed before. Like that. Like one of my 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 favorite thing about the the two things I remember about Safety Not Not Guaranteed is how beautiful it looks, and um the the twist ending or the fact that it works at the end um like those are the things i remember about <laughs> you know like I, I thought it um uh and i and i generally enjoyed like that because it didn't make sense like his powers you're like how is he how is he doing this i generally enjoyed that he was smart enough to create the the device to do it i wish it had more to do with the movie. Like I wished like, cause like we even get in a throwaway line in that scene later, like that he's, um, you know, I should have gone to school and I could, I couldn't go, you know, I had to, I had to, I had to turn it down cause I needed to take care of my sister. But like, if that was coming into it, like, you know, scholarship applicate or like, like the uh, school applications or something like, Oh, you have an interview coming up or like, you know, stuff like that, that like he's, he's cause we see that the drugs are like getting in the way, but they're only kind of just getting in the way of like every time he has a date, Dula Hill shows up and he has to go, you know, instead of like, oh, now he's he's sitting in an office and he has a, you know, not to rewrite the movie because I don't think it needs to be rewritten. It is what it is. But like, you know, I do wish that that was more part of it. But yeah, I don't know. I thought it was cool. And I thought it was cool that how he like when he when he does finally like rise to the to the occasion and like take down the the bad guys it was fun <laughs> yeah man look i just tried to google some bad guys was black fun. magicians i only could find one and he died in 1835 <laughs> um so, no i'm actually i'm actually dancing i'm dead like i don't know how to screen share this with you guys it's like famous black magicians wait. You, like well, i'm you, wait, famous dude was a famous slave famous. Was like, <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> well, this is my thing. I looked up. I looked up black magicians, and only thing that Google would show me was black magic. So I put popular black musicians, and then it was like people who practice black magic. So I put famous black musicians, and it's one guy, Richard Potter, from 1783 to 1835. That's who it is. Okay, hold so on. So to me, <laughs> Randy Shine. Who you Randy, see, Randy Shine? I see no Randy, Randy Shine. Randy Shine, magician Randy what you Shine. Google? Looks what to you put Google? spotlight on the history of African American magicians. Go. Randy Shine. What you Google? In Randy Shine, baby, just Google Randy Shine, baby. This is in the first. This off- is in a, a West Palm Beach. <laughs> uh, news, All right, we're not helping. None of this is article. helping. Jarrah's not helping. Okay, James okay. isn't helping. Okay. All right, look. <laughs> I'm helping Randy look, Shine, I, baby. I, 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 wait, let's get this movie. You saying that Randy Shine ain't helping the legacy of black magicians? All right. And Randy Sean is, he's like 20 years old right now. Yeah, and he out here, black as hell, magician as hell. <laughs> also, Look, man, and, and everybody just... doing three-card Monty, black magicians. Because you don't know, you know, he's like up, you know, oh, where the Lord. red card, where the red card, where the red card, where the blue card, there it is, there it is, there it is. I mean, black. I said blue. That don't make no sense. 
All right. Ain't no All, right. All right. I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going to sit here and just crap on this movie. I do want to get some of the things okay. I did like about it. I will say, um, um, I still don't understand this guy's setup. So I guess he maybe still lives in his parents' house, but like took over it. I do. Damn, I'm about to crap on it. No, I like <laughs> Shashir and I like so... the connection they had. I was just trying to figure out what's the deal. Because the thing is, like, I, there was so much that I think set up was so well. Like, I loved the sister. I loved, like, the fact that, you know, Shashir was this girl who was like, yeah, man, I thought I was going to be single forever. Like, she made those kind of jokes. So she always helped out because she clearly was, like, by herself most of the time. I thought that stuff was so cool. And I love that he was surrounded by three women of color. Um, I do wish they had a little bit more to do, you know. I I I I kind of like that we gave his girlfriend. You know, I like that she wasn't being beat by her. Not, not I didn't like she was being beat, but like I like that it wasn't her dad; it was her mom. You know what I mean? I thought that was interesting. I thought, oh, that would be. I thought we were gonna learn more about that, and they may have end up helping each mm-hmm. other out at some point. Like maybe he helps her out with the mom, but then she helps him out, like. Obviously, I figured something was gonna happen with this drug dealer. Uh, we didn't get that per se, and we really didn't get anything past her being literally bruised all over her body. Besides that one conversation, yeah. You know what? I, I'm gonna think yeah. about the good stuff. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come back. Right. Y'all, y'all go ahead, Goodness and gracious. I'm gonna. This started off just, good. Let's just. I meant for it to be good. All right. Okay. So we get this. We get. We get that stuff. <laughs> what, what? We get the meeting. Um. We have a scene where he goes to see Carmen Esposito uh, in the club. She's He's giving her drugs. She's giving him money. So we realize he's a drug dealer. They both talk about how they don't want to be doing this anymore, that they that they don't do drugs, that they want to get out of this drug game, that they have other plans, other, other dreams of their futures. Not this. She says she wants to do something. He doesn't really... He just says he wants to move out and that kind of stuff. Great. Then we um, get to... We have a scene... With him selling drugs, it's like a montage of him selling drugs. Um, we have a scene where the cops bust him. A white kid runs away. They don't chase the white kid. They stay on him. Uh, they like pat him down. They can't find the drugs, and they tell him to get out of there. Cool. Okay, that's it. Was like that was a fun scene, I guess. And then I was like, cool. That I'm cool with his drug thing being like he's just doing this on the side. It's like it, it's not necessary, but like whatever. But then, um, yeah, then we get like this, this date and then we meet, when we meet these dudes, the, the guys who are his drug dealers, they like, they call him, he rolls with them. Uh, he realizes, oh no, like they, they give him a gun to like, yeah, this other dude is selling on our turf. We got to go, you know? And so like, there's this whole scene with him and these other people with their they're holding guns and like he drops his gun at one point and another guy like tackles him to go get it and then you know you could tell that he's not good at this and he doesn't want to be there also these drug get these drug crews are very small so it's like so easy for like you to get killed this way like either either in, in, in this scene or later on where they try to do a hit you know what i mean like uh and that does kind of happen he almost got dies at another point but like all of this stuff was like kind of typical, not really connected to the magic. It's it's nobody maybe they knew he was doing magic, but they're not really talking about it. He's not he uses his magic to like get a phone number to like help this guy, but like it's not clear if his bo- the boss 
knows do he you know it's not clear if he knows about his like powers we shouldn't even talk about magic bray we shouldn't even talk like we shouldn't talk about magic he 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 does have the money and then at the end he's like oh i put this thing in my arm because i wanted to be better at magic <laughs> right <laughs> no for real that's that's the of uh, the importance of the magic that's literally the I know. He goes, he goes, I met this dude. The dude put a knife through his hand, and I met him years later, and I started doing magic. I realized he really put a knife through his hand and then covered it. And so that's what made me decide to put a a battery in my arm. So this concept, which is kind of <laughs> it's just interesting and cool, it's also very heavily discussed in the prestige. It's actually what that whole movie's about, is like magic, um, uh, it kind of like it being real, um, like it, I don't know if you remember the Prestige, Michael Caine, Hugh Jackman. Oh come on, okay. baby, you know I remember the Prestige. So, yeah, come it's on like now. and spoiler, spoilers it. for the Prestige, but like Hugh Jackman does this incredible trick, uh, where he like disappear. Like anyway, he does this incredible trick where he like goes from one side to the other and disappears. And people are like, how do they do it? And you realize that it's like, he's, he's like found a way to clone himself. And it's like, he's actually like killing his clones. Like every time it's happening. And then, and, so and you realize that like, and Michael Caine talks about like, he, he, he makes a bird disappear. But what you actually realize is that he doesn't make a bird disappear. There's just, he literally kills one bird and there's another bird over here and it just makes you look like there's another bird. So it's like, there's like this dark side to the magic. Like, like the tricks are real. And like the, the trick is like making people think that like a trick happened, but it was like, it wasn't even really a trick. It's like, it is a trick, but it's like, there's a real consequence happening to it anyway. So that's what I thought about when I saw this. Now, of course the prestige was made much earlier than this film. So, uh, um, so it's like I don't know if JD saw that or whatever. It doesn't matter. It's it's an interesting concept. The problem with it is is that this movie is not about this at all. So it's like when he finally has this monologue to, um, uh, what's her name, Sashelle. How do you say her name, Sashelle? Uh, when he finally like talks to her about it, and she and he's like, magic, uh, being a magician is doing something that nobody else can do. Other than that, you're just doing tricks. One, that would be more powerful if we, if this movie was about him trying to be a magician, right? But it's not. That's mm-hmm. the thing. If it, if it was about that, I would like that would be cool. But like, we don't see any way in which him trying to be a magician is integral to his life, apart from like just as the thing that like gives him hope and joy, you know. And it does give him, and and that's the thing. That's what he's the the times he's smiling or like the brightest is when he's performing magic. So we know how it, it, important it is to him, and that's yeah. cool. Like we don't need we don't need him to say that, but we also don't see him striving for anything else other than survival. And maybe I don't know if this is what it is about, but maybe like the the way that I have to kind of interpret this film is almost showing how much black people are stifled. And like how they're um, they're capable of so many extraordinary things, but instead of being able to shine and do all this extraordinary stuff that other people can't do, and these powerful things that only only they can do that nobody else can, 
instead of being able to like showcase that and build off of it and you know make that into a career whatever it is they have to just deal with survival it's like they're all like black people are just stuck in like survival mode and like you're like completely limiting and like cutting off like all of this power that exists that's but <laughs> the way that the movie does that is by like I mean, ignoring the thing that's most interesting about its main character <laughs> it's like yeah yeah man this movie ain't about magic it's just like it ain't about magic it ain't about love it just ends up being about this big drug twist and it's like james mentioned like he has to cut off a dude's hand which Ugh, brutal I, I get how why if you're in a gang you have to do that but this dude, the, like the yeah. fact that like Dulé Hill just had him as a normal corner boy for it just to get upgraded like that out of nowhere, and it was only three of them. I was like, "What? Why?" I, I, no, I agree. Like, <sighs> it, it, even from a business, even from a drug uh, business perspective, it actually didn't even make sense. It was like, "Why are you forcing this young kid?" Outside of like, you just want, you just need more soldiers, and you don't have any. It's like, it's like cool, but then you're about to kill. Like you were like, I, I think it he literally says like either you do it or like either do it to him or like we'll do it to you and you're like why like this dude this dude was like make oh because that's how the game nah. that's how the game go you know that's nah, how the game dumb. go if you know if i pick <laughs> you you know what i'm saying go. then and, and i say you gotta do this then you better but <laughs> do it there, it didn't, it didn't make sense. You you say it. It didn't make sense to me. It didn't make sense to me because it's like this kid was like one not showing any signs that he was going to leave. Two was like at, up until this point not causing you any trouble and making you a lot of money. And like three, you know he has a sister. Like you know he has other responsibilities. So it's like why force him to become like this hardcore gangbanger when you don't? You actually didn't need it. Like you did, and you didn't need it in that moment because uh, he was like, he was like, I'm gonna get this dude in my pocket because I know he got needs, and I know that I can exploit those needs. And but now it wasn't. It was about fear. Now do whatever it I want him to do, which is dangerous because it leads to like, okay, then you might have to kill him. Like, and, and, and then so you lose that. Per- so you lose both the soldier and the yeah. person who was pushing your product. But he he know that the mind game. Is going Look at this. James right. is a secret drug dealer. Okay. I am. This is what I be doing. This is what I do all the time. Anyway. All okay. the time. I don't play. I don't mess it around. It felt slightly forced to me. Why are you talking like <laughs> Anyway. I thought. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you go ahead. No, I, I, I think you're I, I felt that way too. The thing that right after this though, the thing that bothers me, because I was pretty... I felt so so about the drug stuff, but I was like, fine, it's in the movie. I gotta I gotta watch it. But the thing that I like could not get over was shortly after this, when they when they finally when they overcome the other drug lords and like they just go in and like they he chops off his he chops off his hand, blah blah blah, you know, right? Is um he then decides, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna cut up these drugs. <laughs> And I'm gonna sell them myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After, after the the reason you just cut off this dude's hand is because he's selling when he shouldn't be selling. So it made they 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 did all this work for us to be like, this kid's really smart. He's so smart. He has this whole he has this whole magician thing that he's doing. You know, he has all this. 
He's he, he you know Science he's super stuff, smart. Yeah, he has, he's 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 yeah. above all this. But then he's gonna do the dumbest thing. Literally anyone in his position. <laughs> also, it's like if Dulé Hill is gonna be so quick to like, like for real, for real, try to kill him. He was mad light with that other drug dealer who was just super disrespectful. He let that dude chill. He just took yeah. his arm, his hand. It's like you, that dude is utterly disrespectful to you. But you ain't come at him with that much smoke and try and, to kill him and, he and has, his mans. And he, and exactly, and he has other people. It was like, it was like, what? Why do you think? Like, I didn't understand why he felt so confident that that those dudes wouldn't hit him or hit anybody that he knew. Like, you weren't rolling that deep. So, like, what do you? I don't understand. Like, it didn't. Anyway, he got two goons. Annoying. He got two goons. No, the thing you don't know is his network is deeper than that. They just couldn't. Oh, you're right. You're right. They had to do that whole party scene. The budget couldn't afford other goons. You know. Here's another part I liked. Here's another part I liked though. When 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 he finds out when Dulé Hill finds out that he's you know that he's selling his shit and he takes his gun. He's like, you know what? And he puts the gun right up to him. He can't shoot it. He can't shoot it. That it means too much. He means too much to him. He's unable to pull the trigger. You know, it's beautiful. Okay. Right. Um, yeah, but he stomps him out, though. Wow. He stomps him. He literally kicks him in his ribs. To, like right. that whole Enough scene. Enough of that. Can we yeah. just... But he couldn't shoot okay, and him, then, And then we get, like, the main... The, like, the main heightening, which is, like, him being like, all right, now you owe me the 15000 you would have made plus the 15000 extra you you tried to make plus another 15000 just for being a jerk. Now, clearly, this kid was doing this to get more money. So he don't have that kind of money. <laughs> 45K. So, I, uh, it's just one of those, like, and I get it, and I'm sure this happens, but it's like such a standard crime boss drug plot to be like, you now owe me more money so like you were trying to make money and now you owe me even more money and now you got to figure out a way to do to make even more money. So it's like now we get like a slight like a, a little it's like, OK, now we need a heist film. Um, but the heist is small and uses magical little, which it's not that it's just not that interesting. I, I just like him using his magic to like move a camera like and maybe like turn off a light like I don't. Uh, okay like <laughs> if that same scene happened without magic yeah, I, it like, would have been the same scene <laughs> like it doesn't change yeah, anything yeah yeah like use also use the magic to like for the mo- like get the money out of the like when he had to when he has to like remember the combination yeah, i was that, like what he can't do like a he can't just do like a wave of his hand and like the shit just opens up like I was so mad that like he still needed to like trial and error the the combination from from before. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, he man. like gets this money, and then of course the these other dudes hit him up. They just you know coincidentally see him attack him, steal. They his never money. killed these actual dudes. They're just right. So he never even tells. Yeah, but now the pressure's on. He has those dudes after him, and he has, and he has Dulé Hill and his clan after him. And he can't and tell his anybody. Friend who we we never know what happened, you know. But he stole from his friend. His he stole from Carmen Esposito. Like it was like, oh man, he he's all by himself. You know, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, we know yeah, what I'm talking about. And then, um, <laughs> and then, so they go to his house, but he's at another house. And then he goes to his teacher, and he's like, shows him the thing, and he's like, "I need to power this up because I just need more power." And the teacher's like, "I can't believe you did this to yourself. This is awful. You need to get checked out." Here's how to get more power. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, this isn't just about us. This isn't about magic, is it? No trick is not about magic. Okay, it's not about um, magic. And so he chooses up his arm and he moves a car, which was like kind of cool to see, I guess, because like now he has superpowers. Uh, he's like Ma- he's like Magneto. <laughs> and you're like, oh okay, but then of course he just has to use it to take down this drug gang. And then he doesn't even like really do anything. He just just tells him to stay away, gives him the bunny, and then leaves. Wait, but he rips my man's teeth out yeah. of his He pulls his teeth out of his mouth. It's cool, it's dark. He's he he uh stops like kinetically shoots a bullet. He stops a bunch of bullets, then he shoots a bullet and he puts it right in his in his head. So yeah. the stopping the bullets was directly from the Matrix, and the and the bullets slowly going to the head is also from another movie. I'm trying to remember. Was that also the Matrix or no? That was um. That is, from, is from a movie. movie. It is. Is it the Matrix? No, maybe oh. it. Maybe it's X Men. No, it is X Men. It is X Men. It's um. It's 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 yeah, X Men one. Is it X Men one where the Brotherhood goes to like. A bank or something, not a bank, but like the final boss level, and the cops come out and Mag they shoot. And the, Magneto takes yes. the bullet. Bullets, and yes, and it's so squeezing it. And then um, Professor X Xavier, has to like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I can't one, hold this bullet one. for longer. It's the first one. So that's what I think. I was like, you, you, you literally, you lift. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> I don't know if no, you no, lifted no. it purposely or not, but it. it they, those those exact images were taken from other movies, so it was like, which is cool if like the movie feels like it's being referential like that, like and and that's a thing that people do, or if it was an homage, but it, it didn't but feel it like wasn't. it was. It just felt like you just were doing something no, from another movie wasn't. that we've already seen, and <laughs> and this movie isn't about like a black superhero, it, it's about a kid trying to get out the drug game. So that's the thing. That's why it makes it hard. Yeah, but at the end, yeah. though, but at the end, you know, after all of this, you know, in the middle of the night, he gets up, Seychelle gets up, and she looks, Holly is her net character name, and she looks, and he's not in the bedroom, so she goes in the bathroom, and then we see lights. So now, he's a super, he's a super dude now. Is he? Is Got he? Do, like... I don't know. It, it's a very safety net yeah, guarantee. Yeah, because he was in there. He was in there levitating and shit. And the, the toothbrushes was all flying around him. That's what you didn't see was the, the toothbrushes and the toothpaste was swirling around him. And, you know, and the, and the pipes and the pipes. Okay, the, the uh, was you know, I'm going to just, just, just say something. Was, like, not to Hollywood, but to <laughs> listeners. I just want to apologize. I, I, I really feel bad about not liking this person's movie. I know that we cannot like things and it's good to critique things. But knowing this is a young black guy, I just looked him up. He's like our age. He was able to get this movie made. He's about to do a Star Wars movie. I don't want to. I want people to know that now that we are getting more and more black creators, I feel like we should be able to say in a very constructive way whether or not we like some of the work. This is. I feel like people would do with us. It's not a personal judgment. 
It's not trying to tear down another brother. Uh, it's just, I, you know, sometimes you can't help what you like and don't like. And this is a movie I don't like. <laughs> I'm not a critic about it. I'm just saying, I just, my personal opinion is I don't like it. Uh, so I just want people to know, like, <laughs> I feel like you get bashed for, like, critiquing black art sometimes. So just had to put that feeler out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I I was thinking, like, you know, it's crazy because, like, in this movie, when we learn, like, what his powers are and where they and what it's about, like, it feels kind of, like, disconnected from the movie in a, in, in a way, which, you know, gives us, we kind of feel, like, a little dissatisfied after we see the movie. And, like, in the Hancock, when she's like, we're, we're gods, you know, and we're, and, and then it's just kind of like a, th- a throwaway line. And then like, that's all it is. You're, you're sort of like, what? Like, why did they put that? Why did they put that in the movie? Like, man, Hancock's pretty bad. Like Hancock's like, not even, I don't even think that movie's like, <laughs> like, y'all laughing, but like. I don't even think that movie is good. <laughs> yeah, this oh is my, my favorite. This is it is my favorite bit right now. I I love it. Oh my god! I, don't <laughs> I think love this. this. Good. Amazing. <laughs> oh lord! I don't know. I just uh, you're right. Yep. Um. Yep. <laughs> um. Anyway, it's time for the cause. We rate and review films not based on how much we liked it. We rate them based on how much they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. So if we feel a film. Fully helped the cause, we give it a black fist. Think uh, it somewhat helped the cause, we give it a white palm. We think it didn't help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. All right? Whew. Okay, so count of three, we're going to do this movie. Okay, James already got his up. All right, now you're going to take a second to think. One, two. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me think, let me think, let me think. Three. Hey. Got a bunch of breakfast. Okay. Now look, here's, I'll go first because I put mine up an hour ago. Great, but, great, I almost gave it a palm for the drug stuff because I've given movies palms in the past that y'all have given fists. But for how I feel, like specifically like feeling like that's potentially giving a bad sending out a bad message and like the bad message sort of like that'll hurt. That hurts the cause, I think. Right. But this movie was $250 to make. It made 4 million. And the director is developing a star Wars movie, which like that's, if that's not the cause, I mean, I don't know what the cause is. Yeah, you're right. And you know, storm reads in it. Dulé Hill is in it. Got to see him do it. I think. So that's the reason that I get. I did almost give it a palm for that because that is, you know, that negative representation. You know, that's a, that's an issue. But um, I really think that, like, wow, like, like black people directing Star Wars. Woo, okay. I mean, I guess he would be the first black director to direct a Star Wars film. He would be. Yeah, man. Look, I'll go next. Look, I, everything James said. You know, John, when he says how we rate and review movies, he always tries to hit. It doesn't matter whether or not you like it or not. Um, it's about whether it helps the cause. And this movie has helped everybody in it damn near. Like, like Jacob is in movies. I mean, Storm Reed is in a bunch of stuff. And like, yeah, this guy's directing Star Wars. So um, 
He gets a fist for that reason. Honestly, <laughs> perfect, perfect answer. Dry. That's the that's the. I almost gave it a palm as well because I don't feel like Jacob's career is like huge, but he definitely was in bigger movies. I think this helped, and he has the potential to keep being in it. I don't think this this wasn't a movie that was like really. I think this movie was well received, like or at least fairly well received. Right? It it, it wasn't a hit, but. N- nobody saw this and was like oh these people are terrible like i think you can see the good like the the quality of acting or like the quality of like at least the movie movie star um capabilities of jacob and storm in this and shashir and i think like uh for for that reason it's good like it's not i I think i i I don't know if i blame the director uh and co-writer as much as i probably blame the the hollywood kind of industry that forces um black artists to talk about blackness in this somewhat narrow way in order to get films off and it's just like the idea that like a drug it's like trying to sneak in a a a magician a magic movie into like a typical kind of drug film is like it's like this just a step on the ladders that we had to climb and i'm hoping that that is over now and like the police brutality drug you know trying to get, escape the hood uh kind of films like you know we we've had our share fill <laughs> our our uh of those and i'm hoping that uh movies continuing on don't have to like rely on that on those plot devices and can it just explore some of these things outside of that so you know, it's definitely yeah. I don't know if it's a movie. I would. I, I agree. It's not really a movie I'd watch again. Um, and uh, and I get it. Uh, but I also get it. You know. So anyway, that's that. All right. Yeah. You got me. You got me. You know. So anyway, we uh, you can follow us at Blackman Podcast. Blackmanpodcast.com is our website. Um, we have link to our merch there. Um. Uh, what else do I need to say? We have a Patreon that we've we no longer do anymore. But um, if you haven't uh signed up for it, you can. And there's a a year's worth of episodes on there as well. Bonus episodes that we've oh, yeah. done, uh, movies that don't have black leads. Uh, so that's always fun for us. And what else do I need to say? Oh, if you rate and review us on iTunes, give us five stars. Ooh, excuse me. You can read your reviews on the air. Uh. I don't think I've read some of these. These are like sh- shorter ones. Um, oh, nice. Let's see. I think I did read this one. Uh, this one is by Surge, Surgeon 1997. Awesome podcast. I enjoy the comedic banter of the hilarious hosts. They give insight that makes me want to watch, discuss movies I haven't seen and go back and rewatch others I already have. I might have read that already. Uh, I definitely didn't read this one. Um, Love y'all. Andrea Francesca. Ha! It took the end of the world for James to admit Hancock is a bad movie. Laughing face emoji. (laughs) (laughs) The end of the world. I just now realizing it. Just now realizing it. Better late than never, you know? Yeah, that's amazing. Oh, man, that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle one is so good. All right. Uh, you can follow me at John Blaylock. Instagram. <laughs> Whatever. It's fine. Uh, you can follow me at James Third Comedy. 
Third is 3RD. You can follow me at Gerard Milligan on Twitter and Instagram. And if you haven't watched Astronomy Club on Netflix, go do it. Why not? <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, yeah, why not? You got nothing else to do. We'll be here next week. I don't know. Are we going to review Kiss the Girls? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Hey, let's do girls. it. Hey, hey. It's on You've Netflix. Been for so long. Alex Cross. They made a Tyler Perry made an Alex Cross movie as well. He did. He did. He did. Called Alex Cross. Oh, it's just self-titled. Is, okay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Based off of these like very famous or yeah or very popular novels, uh, books <laughs> uh, made in the nineties. Okay. He's Black Jack Ryan. Black Jack Ryan. All right. Black Ryan. Um, okay. We will. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. Yeah.